It's the Feels Gold Rush Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 5, Garnets or Gold. Or Gold. Yep. Garnets or Gold. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, my name is Craig. And my name is Jim. We're here to talk about Gold Rush. Um, for those of you who religiously watch the show, I'm sorry that we're a little late again. Hey, we were busy. It's going to keep happening. It's holidays. Stuff happened. We actually just spent a uh, a four-day weekend in New Orleans for a friend's wedding, and that included Gold Rush being on Friday, so obviously we, we didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. until Now it's Monday. We both do, we both have the day off. Yeah. So we're here on a Monday for you recording this. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I'm using my vacation time for this. Yeah. This and is real, you, man. And you know what? We had a great time in New Orleans. There was a parade. Yeah, we did a second-line parade, uh-huh. and it was... Like, I knew it was going to be cool when it, I was told that that was going to happen. Like, I was like, oh, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Like, but it was, like, one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. It's, like, top ten coolest things ever. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a second-line parade is, you can Google that. Or you can say, who dat? <laughs> who dat? Yeah. But, yeah, basically it was 200 wedding goers that were all, like, pretty drunk marching down the street for, like, 20 minutes to a bar with a band playing, like, Saints Go March Again and stuff. And it was yep. awesome. People were coming out of their uh, houses or other bars and joining in on the parade. And we and I and I sh- uh, shuffled and danced down the street. Yeah. I must cool. have had a few uh, scotches. You must have. <laughs> it, was a, it was a 12 beer night. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Yeah. That's what happens when you're in New Orleans for yep. a wedding. Yep. You start early and end late. It's not mm-hmm. that big, but it's easy to have a good time. Woo! Ooh. So let's start this week. We got an uh, email from a longtime listener, mm-hmm. the Podcat. Yeah. Or Tabby Cat. Yes, we thank you for your email. Very um, well written. Very well written. but uh, good writing. Yeah, I can't read the whole thing on the air because it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty long email, but the... The gist of it is, and something mm-hmm. that I want to talk about, yeah. is that his theory is that Tony Beats is ruining the show because yes. he basically is showing how the stupidity of Todd and even to some extent Fred and Parker, because they're more mining for a dream. Yeah. And Tony has showed that the only way to really make money is to just treat it like a business. Yeah. And I agree with how Tony is makes it different, but I, for one, have enjoyed... I kind of disagree with that it ruins the show. I kind of like Tony a lot because I like seeing... It almost puts a sharp relief. Like, if this could be the final season of Gold Rush, it would be almost... It would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something we talked about last year. Because we were wondering, like, what's going to happen? Is Tony going to be a character? It's like, that would be a terrible show. Yes. And we talked about that last season on the podcast. Like, Tony beats Mining Gold would be a bad show. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like, you know, like, say, like, jumping way ahead but parker had a problem with his riffles yes and tony just kind of came in and was just like no you get these hydraulic riffles and then that was kind of like the old show they would have just struggled with it for months and eventually realized like i'm like they wasted all this money and he's mm-hmm. just like just spend the money now just like i'm telling you i've done this for decades here like this yeah. is what you need to do sorry you know it's like i know it's expensive do it yeah same well, with the hopper feeder you got to do it you just gotta you got to spend more money like sorry and we always like to see, you know, Parker succeed, but we like to see the processes. And I don't think Tony is like just like de-romanticizing it because the show will do that. That's the, you know, they, right. That's what they, they. It's a TV show. They're gonna, you know, manipulate you, whatever. But uh, I think he, like Tony, because he knows exactly what he's doing, he makes the others look a little bit more stupid. Todd and them more so than others, but I think. In a good way, in my mind, because then we can see exactly how much they've been screwing up, even over the past three seasons, and that's what the shows are really about for us. Yeah, it kind of like it, especially it, for it, Todd, it kind of defines how much they're hobby drillers mm-hmm. or hobby miners. Because, like, you got to imagine, like, most of the gold mines around the world are not people with a dream. Although I bet Tony Beats had a dream one time too. Like, part of yeah. the email says he doesn't know where Tony got all his capital. I would be willing to guess that he showed up. In Alaska or in the Klondike, I don't know if he showed up just to do gold, but he's probably been here for a long time mm-hmm. and found himself into this business, and he just did it long enough, like survived long enough to be like, all right, I'm not making those mistakes anymore. Yeah. Like, I could imagine Parker becoming Tony Beats one day if he sticks with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I, he probably won't. I mean, I think gold is – I don't know. It's hard to imagine like a, a – I don't want to – I, I, mean, I was going to say well, it's hard to imagine a future in gold, but I'm sure – 
I don't know. It, 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 almost like I wonder where the when the law of diminishing returns starts kicking in, where it's like there's really not that much gold left to find anymore. Yeah, or you know? when the price starts going down again. It seems to be on the downhill. It's at yeah. like a, a year low. Which is weird. I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's just because there's less money and people are throwing less money at it. Or, or people are investing in sapphires <laughs> yeah. for LCD screens. Maybe some of it is the um, reclamation of like gold and like electronics is like the recycling is just getting better. So there's just more gold out there yeah. to get. So many tailings in those cell phones. You yeah. can't take away my cell phone. Yes, anyway. I can, Parker. Yes, yes, I can. The fucking cell phone. So to put a bow on it, I think. We both see what Tony Beats does to the show. We mm -hmm. both we definitely have a, would agree with all like how he is different from the other miners. But I totally. kind of like to see it. And I don't think it it dominates the show. I think it's like no. he's just more there as like I don't know. Just the, it's 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 interesting to see someone who really knows what's going on. Yeah, it was a slow build up from even like maybe last year or the year before, and then up until now, where Tony he really is a character, at least in terms yeah. of Parker's side of things. But um, yeah, I think it's if he just showed up now and we hadn't seen him before, then we'd, we'd be calling bullshit on it. But we've already seen how his operation is crazy, and now yeah. that we know, I mean, granted, like, I think he's arguing that he just wishes Tony just wasn't on the show. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, and I, I can see that. I mean, it definitely changes the vibe. But yeah, I think since Parker is such a small part of it, I think it's kind of cool to see like, well, this is what happens. Like, watch him try to fall into the same like pitfalls that Tony or Fred would, or Tony Parker, Todd or Fred would. Yeah. But then have him step in always, like after like he fucks up for a week, and then he's just like, "All right, we'll do it this way. Mm -hmm. You're doing it wrong." Yeah, and it's like it's kind of like, "Oh, okay." It's like good to. See. I think I like seeing that. It almost makes it, it brings it back into the realm of being an educational show again. Yeah, as opposed to like, because ultimately, he also acknowledges in the email that we talked about how like, kind of the best thing about season one was them not getting gold, mm -hmm. and you really can't maintain that forever. And that's kind of what they've sort of been doing is them sort of not finding all the gold they want. Yeah. The show about Tony Beats with him, he's like, yeah, I don't know, he cleared like $5 million this year. Yeah. Like, how do you do it? It's like, work seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Has, had, a really has crews nice running. operation, and he's very knowledgeable about he's it. He's constantly upgrading yeah. his equipment and constantly fixing everything, and that's it. Yeah. Like, that's how he does. That's how you do it. Like, yeah. you know, you own, you buy a shitload of land. He probably made millions at one point, or, you know, saved his money that he made 20 years ago, gold mining, and then just bought a shitload of land, mm -hmm. hoping that, like, some of this land's going to have gold, and I'm just going to find the pockets by drilling and then just yeah. take it all. I ooh, think that's ooh. probably what it's happening. Yeah. So he's kind of doing it the right way. It's just that's – on its own, it's not compelling. But I think in the context of him being a mentor, I like it personally. Yeah, yeah. but we can all have our own decisions, and we yeah. really do appreciate the email. And just like maybe to put a bow on that. The Hoffman crew has not found any gold, and they're no. still running around like a bunch of idiots, and they ain't got no Tony Beats down in Guyana. It's crazy. I mean, Tony Beats would have said, go. Like, don't, don't do it. Yeah, don't get the go fuck out of there. So if you want to write in and also send in your, your comments, you can write in to oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, if you have any wonder how to spell that, I always, I always type it in on the podcast description. Oh. So you can uh, just click on that. Um, That's so nice of you, Jim. Right, thanks. So, no, do you guys, thank you. Let's start talking about uh, Tony. Jeez, I can't talk today, Todd. Okay, I yeah. Think, I think I'm still hungover well, from we New can, Orleans. We can talk a little about bit. the Guiana crew right at this point because Todd. Todd is, is not only there. The setup, and you know what? I liked it. We don't have to like worry about him ruining scenes or just you know like giving. I mean, in the beginning, I guess he did give a a goal of 20 ounces, and and Jack was like, yeah, yeah, that. And 20 ounces is real. It's critical. Yeah, Dave said that it would be hard. He didn't say it's crazy. I know. I was hoping he would say Like, it. Todd, that's crazy. Yeah. That's I, a crazy amount of gold to get. I think it's crazy that Todd is asking me to get that amount of gold. Um, But it is a lot, considering they haven't done anything. Although yeah. that ground is supposed to be really gold-rich. So theoretically, like a week mm -hmm. of... I mean, we saw how much Parker was able to get in a week. Yeah. So, I mean, they could, if they have their shit together, they should be able to do that in like three or four days. And it mm -hmm. shouldn't be a problem. But... That being said, this is the Hoffman crew. Yes. So, although Dave Turn was the only guy who did really good last year in the Klondike. Yeah. And like Todd's like, you know, we got 900 ounces. It's like, no, you got yeah. like 30 ounces. And you know what? I really like seeing Dave in this episode. I hate him as a counterpoint to Todd, and I'm yeah. glad Todd was gone. Uh, I missed Jack a little bit, but it was fun to – it was sort of sort of interesting to see, you know, Dave sort of taking charge and trying to figure this shit out. I mean, not a lot – not in the end, not a lot happened. Yeah. I mean – um, yeah, I know. What you, yeah, it's uh, seeing Dave even just kind of hunker down, like explaining the situation. You could, 
hear like the venom in his voice like well todd couldn't be here right now so now yeah. it's up to me and it's like you can tell he's pissed like i don't yeah. think well, well no that, one, i don't know it's not maybe it was made they don't up, even but... like you know they don't even comment on it i mean maybe like we said last week maybe there's something else going on with todd but uh you know I mean, it could be a... like i need to go see my family like that's a really broad excuse it's pretty I, flimsy I and and the fact that they haven't made, made any gold it's critical that they get 20 ounces maybe if you were a real boss You'd want to be there and make sure it happens, barring any sort of crazy circumstance that they didn't want to bring up on TV. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible that there is some tragedy, and then it's like we just yeah. don't really want to go there. Yeah. And he's so like, we hope it's know, nothing. Who knows? I hope so. We hope it's nothing too bad. And if it's something that's you know that you could have skipped, Todd, shame on you. But uh, we hope everything's okay. Yeah, if it if it's actually playing out the way it's being portrayed, that it's fucked up, and he's leaving. Yeah, then you're. I feel you're like there's dumbest, more to the story. Lazy Dumbus. Yeah. Whether it's some family tragedy or some, I don't know, contract negotiations. Like, I mean, it could be crazy shit. Who knows? Yeah. But I feel like it's not just I miss my family. I need to go because if that's yeah. it, that's out. That's out of control. If that's what's really happening, yeah. it's or, unbelievable. Or if, like, I think we mentioned it last week, he might have a case of the farts. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just I'm afraid to poop here, and it's yep. been five weeks, and I, yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> So I feel pretty bad too. I I haven't <laughs> cramped in twenty years. <laughs> it's uh, nothing to do really with Guyana per se. <laughs> it's not making it easier. I, I figured it. it figured it actually might. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Don't drink the water. Yeah. I've been drinking it in uh no 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 result. Yep. Now you ever heard of Montezuma's revenge? Well, I was hoping to be uh to get re- uh, avenged upon, but that <laughs> did not happen. Montezuma's Avengeance. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Joss Whedon's Avengers in my ass. Um, excuse, pardon my French, or pardon Jack's French there. Sheesh. Well, here's what happened there, guys. They uh, got everything working. It was, everything was like a nice montage of all like the puzzle pieces coming together, like yep. some sort of... Uh, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, getting the, the pump running. And actually, it was sort of a weird foreshadowing moment. Dave was like, we never tried this equipment. We haven't tried the generator. We haven't tried the trommel. When we got our water, which I trust that. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice job. I wonder if that was intentional or that's like actually was like a really awesome, like, just famous last know. words yeah, kind you know, of thing. With Dave being uh, not as good as selling stuff on camera to me anymore, I, did, I didn't call any bullshit. No, I didn't either. Thing. I think, think it might have been legit. I just made note of it. Too legit. Too legit to quit? Oh, that's what I meant. Yes, hey, I, I forgot hey. the rest of it. You got to pray just to make it today. It's a different song. Oh, still MC Hammer. He's my favorite artist. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> yeah. Should, yeah, stop hurting those people. I feel bad for MC Hammer. He's okay. He made and spent a lot of money. Yeah, so I guess I can't feel bad for him. He's still got a shitload of money. No, he doesn't, though. Not really. Yeah, he's not like he had reality shows. He just plays, can still tour and make crap loads of money. He doesn't, though. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Everyone wants to go see Hammer. You'd pay like five bucks to go see MC Hammer. Yeah, I guess. Other people would pay more. And then you got to pay for parking. <laughs> and then you get dinner before. And the next yeah. thing you know, it's like a $60 night. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't pay that much to see MC Hammer, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, well, once it yeah once it gets above 15 bucks, that's when you really do have to quit. And that's the, uh, the law of diminishing Hammer returns. Yep. Nailed it shut. So anyway, they start getting – they get everything running – Mm-hmm. It didn't happen exactly as I thought it would because it was doing the, the triumphant music, the big montage, yep. and I'm just waiting for snap. Yep. But that did kind of happen like 45 seconds later, but yeah. not in the way that they normally do it. So yeah, it wasn't like, a stark snap. It was more of a, like, hey, what is it, spitting air? Yeah, they really just do like Jim sucking. does on this podcast. Yeah, spitting air. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Dave runs over, sees the, the their water pond is already, like, empty. It's sucking air into the tube, and that's after only running it for 10 minutes. I know. Jesus. So it's like, oh, that's not going to work. Yeah, so I guess it was just constantly moving, but it wasn't that deep, and I guess it just sucks in that uh, that water. Yeah, he said that uh, the ground there is so absorbent, which makes sense, is they're in the rainforest, mm-hmm. that, like, it just doesn't hold water. Yeah. It sucks. It, yeah, and it was well said by Dave, too. Again, another good moment for him, speaking to the camera, doing well, saying, like, hey, we were praying for the rains to stop so we could actually get the roads to work, and now we need it to rain, and it's not. Nothing Nothing comes easy in the jungle. No. So 
Dave goes on a little expedition, goes up stream, finds like a bend in the creek. They realize they can divert some of the water. Yeah. With a few bucketfuls. Uh, yeah. I hope that was, I mean, there aren't apparently no laws here. We'll, we'll speak on that later. I was thinking or about like that too. Less laws. Because they've tried doing that in Alaska. That's when like some guys are like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like you can't do yeah. that. You they know, would catch crap with even like their holding pond being like yeah. in a, a, a bad place. I have a feeling in Guyana there aren't those kind of regulations. Or if mm. there are, it's, it's like whatever. I mean, they already had guys mine their entire like claim originally that you know i mean like what it's like and i think they realize like there's literally nothing we can do about it yep <laughs> like nobody cares <laughs> no, it's lawless country. sorry guys yep it's like you know what the law is you're you're sitting there and you have a shotgun you say get the hell off yeah that's the law mm-hmm. and you don't got one i would we be freaked out to be in guiana i would be scared to be there as a miner mm-hmm. even say they start finding gold i'd be like i'm just waiting for the moment that there's like some bandits come by and just try to take it with yeah. like machine guns, like I feel yeah, like that's knows? on the table. Yeah, like I really, yeah, maybe like waiting for them to actually get it out, spend all that money. Like, yeah, what do they do to keep it secure? <laughs> and maybe they'll do an episode about it if they actually get any gold, which I sort of hope they don't. I know, I'm kind of hoping they, they don't. They'll get gold. They'll get some. I mean, got to get that gold. I want the gold. I don't know if they'll get enough gold to pay for everything. This brings us to a bigger point. What's coming up is that they do the couple of buckets full the water works the system works and then mm-hmm. Mitch gets stuck like really stuck with the yeah. excavator like the level what you'd imagine like when you stepping in a bog with like boots on and the boots get stuck and your foot comes out it's like that kind of suction yeah. is yeah. It looks the more scary. you try to get out the deeper you go it looked like pretty bad yeah i mean i you could hardly, the, the whole back of the excavator was getting down in there there was smoke at one point but i was like a little bit of a smoke and mirror yeah they had a they had an act out with like oh my god the smoke it's going from bad to worse. To worse, yeah. It and then got it, really bad. Then there was smoke. <laughs> but there's smoke coming out of the bag. Like, oh, no. And they go, it's a commercial, and they yeah. never show it again. <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I don't know, even know what, the, what that was. They probably were just really revving the engine, and it looked cool. Yeah. That's probably all it is, I bet. But yeah. regardless. Yeah. They, they, it was a lot of close calls. Because, like, you know, Dave is trying to pull the excavator out with the ex- other excavator, and then he accidentally bashes into the hydraulic hose of the mm-hmm. other one, so it starts leaking, and they're like... Once that's empty, then, like, this arm will be dead, and then we can't even use that, and, like, so then we're totally screwed. But then they got it out. I mean, it was one of those, like, they really, really stretched that as far as they could. Yeah. Pretty much the entire episode was need to get water, excavator gets stuck in the Mm -hmm. water. Yeah. But, like, for going back to, I guess, to the hydraulic uh, fluid and also talk about laws. Right. There's, like was pouring fluid out and i remember like even it was something last season like there was like could be a leak with a hydraulic fluid and they had to be very careful that it not get into the ground or the water supply because it would be like a heavy fine yeah i mean that was all being videotaped up there so like maybe the amshaw might come right. over and, and get him some there there ain't no amshaw in guiana so there so i'll put this out there i really hope amshaw does not show up with fred again because that would no no, yeah. And it gives them some kind of like, hey, we're back. Amshaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the, this hole is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, I know. Like, you really shouldn't. ton boulders. That this are... literally, this is negligence. <laughs> like, like, you can't be down there. What yeah. are you doing, dude? But we found bedrock, a-holes. Actually, maybe they, maybe we were predicting the future of this. Oh, maybe Amshaw rolls in and be like, what the hell is this? Uh, we already had our, like, the best moment with him saying Amshaw when it wasn't. So <laughs> he's mad, like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to help you, sir. I'm just warning you that a big flood's coming. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you can have a free helicopter ride, too. It's pretty rad. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Fred has brought us a lot of um, joy. We can get to, back to yeah. Todd in a second. But, yeah, we were on the back to New Orleans. We are on the side of the Mississippi, I think, I believe. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Jim just, he looks out over the Mississippi and just goes, this river's shit. Well, it was very dirty looking. Oh, yeah, it wasn't blue enough for looked, you and your fiance. It looked very polluted. It was like greenish, brownish, gross. <laughs> yeah. like, like, this is this is shit. <laughs> uh, then we're talking about, like, did Fred actually ever say that about something? And we think he did, but we could be making it up. Yeah, it was it was something like the D-Rocker broke or it was some <laughs> kind of bullshit like that. <laughs> this, like, like something broke. Like, and he's like, this, this is shit. <laughs> like, he just, I think he was in season two. I think yeah. it was a long time ago. <laughs> But it was uh, one of my favorite moments. Yep. So what I wanted to talk about. Oh, Jay. Todd, this is a kind of a bigger thing. Oh. Because they get, eventually get it free. It took four hours to get it free, which ultimately mm-hmm. isn't that long. Yep. And they um, start running their shit. In the big ski. Yeah. In the, in the um, now they're ready to run dirt. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, one of the, the big reasons that Todd thought they were really going to kick a lot of ass in, in South America was mm-hmm. that 
they saw a lot of guys just running with like and like wooden trommels and literally just mining with like forks and shovels and stuff. Yeah, forks and shovels. You know what I mean? Like shovels and buckets, spades. like spades. Like doing it by hand, and yeah. they're like. These guys are freaking doing good by hand. Look, imagine how good we're going to do with all of our modern, like, real equipment. Mm-hmm. But I think just the muddy floor of the the river and show, or of like the the ground there in the jungle is yeah. kind of showing that like that's actually like maybe more of a pain in the ass than it's worth having all the heavy equipment. Like maybe yeah. if they had been digging by hand, they'd already have like a good amount of gold by now. If they just like put some elbow grease into it and just went for it. Yeah, but they all can't do that. They don't. They, they're not. They're, do you see the shape of those guys? No, those I know. It was insane. So I mean, they probably can't do that. But mm-hmm. I bet, like that, I I'm wondering if it's going to turn out like no. It's like that is the way to do it here because it's like oh, you that, don't, I mean that would be really interesting. Like you don't, don't need all this crazy equipment if you think about it. Or like a big thing of like Alaska or the Klondike is there's all kinds of rocks and like all kinds of shit. You get to dig like way down, but this place like the pay dirt they talk about it's like right on the surface. It's like right mm-hmm. there. So it's like. I don't know. You get like ten guys just digging holes for eight hours a day. You're gonna get like a. I mean, maybe it's just not enough. But maybe, mm-hmm. but those guys just do it year round. It's like that's so, just their it's only job. One Thurber to go around for us. It's true. So actually, is willing and, and able to do some hard labor. Yeah, I guess if you think about it, like the Hoffman's crew is like their idea is to go in there for four or five months and just blow it out and get a bunch of money. Where like, I think mm-hmm. these other miners, it's like, no man, it's like we just like this is what I do. I yeah. make like a thousand bucks a day, and for here, that's like insane. Yeah, and that's just what I do. I just dig in this yeah, hole. Probably make know? way less than that. Probably, probably less than that. But you know what I mean? Still, is pretty great. Like they do good. The economy there. It's a shitty job, but like somebody's gonna Excuse do it. Me. But there is gold, mm-hmm. so that's it. It's like it's just a job. You know, it's not like this like hunting for glory kind of thing. Yeah. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. I mean, I'm totally guessing about all this stuff. Yeah, but. I and you know what? I uh, just like you had a slight disagreement with uh, Tabby Cat. I think I disagree with you in this. No. I think I think they're gonna. I think bringing in the machinery is probably gonna end up working out, unless they get like some sort of huge flood or the rain comes down and it messes up their trommel and the balancing, or they really lose their equipment. But I think if they really want to get their bucks worth and get it like the thirty bucks a yard, getting the actual real like updated equipment and getting it dialed in is gonna make them a lot of money if, if they can do it. If they can, yeah. I think that it's a big if, and it also could turn into like how much gold are they really gonna be able to get before like the season ends, in like. Added on with what it costs to not only buy all that equipment but ship it all six thousand miles like across the yeah. world and then yeah. get it all there. It's like that. It was like they could have just been working mm-hmm. or gotten like bought like really small like little like like the one Dustin is gonna was one to use for up on that like Cahoon Creek. Yep. Just get like tiny little excavators. Yeah, so it's like a little dredge. So it doesn't really matter, and it's like because mm-hmm. it's like the ground is so easy to dig. It's all just like loose soil, so it's not yeah. like this like really difficult digging terrain. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult when you start making things weigh like 10 tons or whatever, and it's just like the ground can't support it. Mm-hmm. So everywhere they go, they're just getting stuck now. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. Like those motorcycles yeah, have, have no have problem driving around. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah, they forgot about they still have to actually they still have to dig this shit out even though if it's at the top. Like it's going to get real buddy. It's going to get like ridiculous mm-hmm. really fast. So it's like they can't like dig a hole. Like we see how like the problems Fred's having. I mean, granted they've never dig that deep. But, like, that thing's collapsing and it's all wrong. So this is going to be, like, when you dig a hole at the beach and, like, an hour later it all starts falling in on itself. It's going to be yeah. a nightmare, like, trying to dig that stuff, I bet. I don't like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's going to be an interesting thing to follow of, like, them believing that they know what's up. But I feel like they're tackling the, the South America terrain with techniques that you'd use up in Alaska. And I don't yeah. think that's necessarily going to be a good idea. Like, I don't... I think a lot of other people would have done it by now. And maybe they do. Maybe those, like, gigantic mines do do that. They probably do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, if that kind of methodology works for a little operation. Like, you need, like, a supply chain of parts and you need, like, all the... Like, just in the fact that they have a part break and it's going to take a month to get a new one, it's like, that's enough to just... Like, you know how often stuff breaks? Like, yeah. they're just fucked. Like, as soon as something breaks, they're done. Mm-hmm. So, like, how is that a good idea? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. If I'm very, I'm very pessimistic now. about the. Uh, Jack, that's why he, that's that's why Jack left. I'm getting. I'm just gonna take that assistant manager position at TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. I should have taken that. I get my social security. <laughs> Let's go to hell. So it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. We yes. We will have to see with the next time for the Hoffman Turin crew. Yes. Turin. So who do you want to talk about next, Fred or Parker? Let's talk about Parker. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize. Maybe I just totally missed this, as I do oft. 
do uh, mess things. Uh, he wanted a million dollars for this season. Did yeah. they say that before this episode? No, I never heard that either. Sheesh. Isn't that like a thousand ounces? Isn't that like what Todd was trying to do? Or it's like eight hundred fifty I mean, ounces or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, yeah. The only real number I heard was that he has to make get a hundred ounces by July first to give to Todd. Mm-hmm. Which it seems like he's on pace to do that. Totally. Like, well, he's, he's very makes, on he's pace made, to do that. You know. I mean, well, take take out Tony's, you know, fifteen percent or right. whatever, but just total for ounces, you've made seventy-two ounces. Oh, I thought it was more like fifty. He got fifty for the one. Oh no, he got thirty-five. Yeah. So it's he got fifty-six ounces or so. Right. So that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, he's doing good. So he's like well, already like more than halfway there after basically two weeks of work, two weeks mm-hmm. of mining, he got like fifty ounces. Sorry, I'm just. Correcting myself, yeah, yeah. The math it was fifteen plus thirty-five or thirty-six, yeah. something like that. So yeah, he's doing really good. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, but now I know he wants to get something like north of eight hundred ounces. It's like, holy shit! Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's well, a good goal. Hey, I if guess you're, but... if you're going to go into hundred thousand dollars in debt to, to Hoffman, and then like plus the other shit that he bought, I mean, he had to have a big number in mind for that. So I guess <laughs> next they just never really said it. Maybe maybe it would have been too lofty, and we would have lost interest or think that he was being greedy or something before. But now we see that he can actually get the gold. So we forgive him a little bit. Yeah, it's doing. He's doing good. So the episode starts with him losing. He realizes he's losing gold because he's looking at his uh, riffles and he's seeing that there's gold near the mm-hmm. bottom, which yeah. is not good. I never actually knew this part that it's really you're only supposed to catch gold in the first like three feet of the riffles. I thought. Yeah. I don't think Todd ever knew this. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I I always thought it was like it's designed for all of it, but it really the 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 remaining 20 feet after the first three feet is only to catch like little like particles that yeah, maybe just, just get out just the minor just to small. ensure that it gets it all yeah but they're finding gold to the bottom so that's bad that means like something's definitely washing out yeah and they discover it's because these little red rocks called garnets that are almost mm-hmm. as heavy as gold yep so they kind of are blocking the riffles mm-hmm. i wish someone there had said oh garn it all <laughs> but they didn't no so they did not that's why we should be there we, we should, should. Have, we should have our mind talk about uh we wouldn't. We wouldn't need any Tony Beats. We'll just get by with sheer will and personality. Five pseudo hipsters from Los Angeles <laughs> go to the Klondike, <laughs> yeah, to oh. mine for gold. And by the end of the season, I promise only three will come back. <laughs> oh God! Hey, people will love to see some sort of dumbest from the east side. People like us die up uh, trying to do something like that, or get hurt. Like let me pop my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for him. Or like my fibula. <laughs> it's cracked in half. <laughs> Why are you talking like an old man? <laughs> I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Parker gets basically calls Tony. He's like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, oh, this is no good. Yep. This is fucked. I mean, he didn't say that, but he might have. You know, know you're losing gold. Yeah, this is fucking, that's fucking no good. Yep. No good for me, no good for you. Easy. Hydraulic riffles. Hydraulic riffles. Mm-hmm. Parker, he takes his... Tony's advice reluctantly yeah. with the hydraulic riffles because he's never used them before and he's like I don't know how these work exactly yeah. and I don't like not knowing about how I spend my money I yeah. mean, and that's a reasonable yeah. attitude he felt to like have. he was getting gold but he wasn't but he wasn't getting it all yeah what I have so works now, it's just how badly yeah. is it not working because he wasn't sure like, for yeah. all he knows you know I got 15 ounces last time maybe I would have gotten 18 yeah which or still 30? sucks but he doesn't know you know yeah. he has no idea like how much he's losing yeah but he like takes Tony's advice, and I, I don't even know. I'm getting the sense now that since it's Tony's land, he gets a 15%. It's like, this is advice, but actually it's an order. Like, I'm telling you, fuck you. I'm going to kick you off the land. you got to buy this shit. Oh, yeah, maybe it's not that bad. But I know Tony says, like, at the end, it's like, hey, you make money, I make money. So you might as well. Like, yeah, if he has the advice in his head and it really urges him. Tony hasn't been wrong yet. As we go, yeah. we've gone over all of this, he seems, yeah, he knows what he's doing. So. Yeah, like two weeks ago or maybe last week. When Parker was only, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get about 1,500 yards this week. He's like, no, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be three. You got to get 3,000. I mean, that's not going to work for me. Like, mm-hmm. basically saying, like, you don't have a choice. Like, fuck yeah. you. You got to do this. Yeah. And it worked out. It worked out. Make that money. So Parker got the uh, hydraulic riffles, which yep. they work a little differently. They have, like, water pumps through them, and it's like a kind of a different setup. It was, yeah, it was like, two different pieces. So I guess, like, talking about them getting it dialed in, it would be, like, just getting the right space in between. So, like, you get the right wash of the right. H2O here. I mean, it was just a funny voice. Yeah. We've heard it before. So. <laughs> so they try to set it up, and then Greg is, like, sort of a, a – a doomsayer, although he wasn't like being a dick or anything about it, but he's like, you know, I've tried these. We tried these hydraulic riffles, and we just couldn't get dialed in, so we just threw them away. Which is classic it's Hoffman classic, decision. Yeah, exactly. Screw this. I need to get. I need to run. 
Yeah. I don't even remember that being a story, though. I wonder if that's something they just glossed over. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we're not even well, going to talk about Maybe that's this. when they decided to get Big Red or something when they were trying to deal with Little Blue. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, basically, it's a classic Todd decision. Like, they didn't actually try to fix it. Like, it'd be someone being like, look, we have to just dial this in. We're losing gold. It's like, well, frick the whole thing. Let's get a different sluice box. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, okay. I Googled it, all right? There's something better. It's Which a turbo trommel. In this way, I guess that's kind of what Tony Beats said, too, but he actually knew what he was talking about. He's like, look, yeah. this isn't working because this. I think you should get hydraulic riffles. That will do the trick. Mm-hmm. So they set it all up. They kind of like Parker's like, we don't have time to fuck around with this to like test it and dial it in. Like, I just need to like get it done now. Yeah. So they, they do what they think is correct. It was like, I don't know what the hell the setting was, but they seem like it yep. looks like it's good. So they run for a week. Which yeah. I thought it was a little risky. I thought, why don't you just run for like an hour and look at it? But I guess maybe you can't really tell. Yeah. They don't clog up till way later. I don't know. Well, before that, I just want to say oh. um, is that he uh, Parker gave Gene Cheeseman a pat on the back there and said he did well. So we're happy for Gene Cheeseman. Yeah, Gene still, Cheeseman's coming around. Hey, we're still hoping he's going to have one of his patented freakouts. Although maybe he only did that once, but we're just hoping for him to do it again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, either way, we're rooting for you, Gene. One way or another. The cheese. Yeah. The big cheese. <laughs> yeah. Gene Cheeseman. Yeah. Yep. I should not have gotten that tattoo, but <laughs> I like it now. I know I won't like it 10 years from now. It's a yellow color. It's really weird. <laughs> What's For the gold? <laughs> it's I don't gold. like it. You can hardly see it. Um, so they get it They get it running, and they run it for a week, which, I mean, I guess that's risky, but maybe they really wouldn't know until like, you run it for a long time, because like, mm-hmm. that's when the stuff would eventually get caught. So yeah, they look at it and they're like, all they see is garnets and like, oh, oh yeah, no, yep, that was sort of scary. And he's like, oh my god, like, this isn't good. It oh just my says, god, Tony shows up. My god, <laughs> and then Tony shows up. This is, <laughs> I'll explain that reference. <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast about wrestling recently, and they were talking about the names, what they're going to name it. At the time, it was the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and <laughs> one of their ideas was an ode to Jim Ross, a famous former wrestling announcer for mm. WWF or WWE as it's called now and he'd always be like Magod <laughs> something happened so they yep. wanted to call it the Magod cast <laughs> but then they decided not to because I don't know how do you spell that is it M-A-G-O-D is it yeah. is it M-Y-Y-G-O-D-D-D like, what do, you do you spell it even like G-A-U-L-D for God yeah, Magod Magod yes. <laughs> but it is fun to say but they didn't now it's called Cheap Heat look it up it's good yep. anyway Tony shows up, and the, mm-hmm. o- the music is super ominous. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's going to be pissed. Yep. You fucked up, Parker. But then he looks at it, and Parker's like, I don't know, what, th- what does this mean, Tony? Like, yeah. what am I going to do? And he's like, look no, underneath. You- he's like, you see garnets on the top. That means there's also gold there. Yeah, it's true. Because that, make- that, that means sticking. it's working. And they're not, not as even heavy as the gold. And the idea is the gold is supposed to go to the bottom yeah. of the hydraulic riffle according they work. to that graphic. Hello. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Your fiance liked the graphics. She loves the graphics. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't understand in general about these riffles is all the graphics make it seem like there's a lot of water flowing, but it always seems like it's just like packed like super tight with dirt. It's like how does it even work? Like, is it like you know what I mean? Like, there's always like so much dirt in every riffle. It's like how is there even any water flow when they're running it? How is it just not just like water washing over the top of it? I think well maybe once they turn it off, the dirt that's already there in it just kind of settles and it's just oh, on the top. That's what I would guess. Yeah, I would think so. It just then, looks like more the, than you. Then then they have to dig into it with their fingers. And get the gold. Yeah, I guess this is always just dirt in the water. Then just once it yep. stops, it goes poop. This yep. just seems and like a lot don't, to me. And you don't ever want to be running a, uh, a your setup without dirt in the water because then it washes away the gold, as we learned yeah. last season when Todd Hoffman did just that. turned it on. Yeah, well, they were running, but they yeah they didn't have any gold in it, or they didn't have any dirt in it, and they'd already been running for like a few days. And they're like, oh no, <laughs> did we just wash away all the gold? <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, oops. <laughs> oh, I just popped. That's this all right. Audio popped. You're fine. Oh, thanks. Um, well, so, uh, yeah, they, anyway, so there's gold in there. Yeah. So he's like, no, look underneath. And they start finding these, like, they find this one, like, big nugget. Yeah, like, it was nice to see. Like, I mean, like, it's not gigantic, but it's big. I mean, it's like a yeah. rock. It wasn't even like a flake. It was like a yeah, nugget you of see gold. It from a distance. Yeah. And yeah. They, they weigh it, and he got 35.68 ounces, more than double what he got the first week. So, yeah. The hydraulic riffles are a huge success. Yep, and hell, you know, even the Viking had a smile on his face. Yeah. 
And he's like, and Parker's like, well, I think we're in pretty good shape. And he's like, yeah, if you can keep doubling every week, then we're Yeah, talking. I mean, that would like, grow exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> what if you get 70 ounces next week? <laughs> yeah. Keep but he was making sound like, then the one week you might have 100. He was like, saying, I think he was like kind of half serious. So like, yeah, if you hit a pocket or something. And you yeah. never know. Yeah. You never, ever know. Well, you start running your, you know, your 4,000 yards a week on a machine that's at the very least double the, the efficiency. Yeah. It's pretty good. They're, they're, they're doing great. Yeah, I think I think things are looking up for Parker. Like you said, we already got a little north of fifty ounces of his hundred ounce, you know, mid season goal, mm-hmm. or maybe not mid season. I don't know. I don't know where. I, I keep thinking they're halfway through, but he's got three months left. When does? Yeah. So, but it's only a four month season, so I don't know. The time on this episode is really fucked up. We talked about it a little bit off, off mic, off mic, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a problem, but I feel like it could start getting messy because, like, even say for example, the two stories we just talked about for Parker. We just saw about a week and a half of his life, maybe mm-hmm. two weeks, depending on where it started or not. But I know they said it took three days to install the riffles, which I didn't realize watching it. I yeah, thought it took like, like three an, hours. Like an afternoon, yeah. It took them three days. Like, holy shit. And then they ran for another week and then did the the uh, the clean out. And for the Hoffman crew, it took place over the course of four hours was that episode. So it's like, wow, like even they were cutting back and forth and it's jumping time. Yeah. I'm curious where they both are in general. Although they both kind of... I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not as worried about it as you. I'm not worried. It's just interesting because I feel like they always had the illusion that things were concurrently happening. And then now it's like that illusion is completely broken now. It's like yeah. it is not concurrent. Like, yeah. Not at all. But maybe like the Hoffman crew has jumped ahead because nothing happened for like two weeks. And now like Parker caught up to them. Like I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. We talked about how their seasons actually probably aren't really the same length of time anyway. Yeah, because it, so it doesn't really world, matter. You know, you know, rainy season or whatever. Yeah, we go through it last time. And, also, yeah. and the big freeze, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he's doing good. Yeah, good on you, Parker. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing him get more gold. I kind of want to see – see, I want to see him, with Tony Beat's advice, just find a bunch of gold. Just, to, like, mm-hmm. thumb it in Todd's nose. I want like, Parker to walk out of there with, like, 1,200 ounces of gold or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just make it, like, insane. Like, yep. And then he can send some of that gold to us as a thank you. It's without a doubt. Hey, Parker, you're welcome. So, so, but we're still here. We're not, the <laughs> yeah, episode's not over. End, we can end that section though. <laughs> but the the funny thing is, one one thing I wanted to say about thumbing, thumbing his nose at Todd is that not only if he can get more gold than Todd did with a way smaller crew with mm-hmm. one mine and not two and all the stuff, but also would be able to do it with the wash plant that Todd decided was a piece of garbage and wasn't even worth yep. using, and to spend more money to get big red yep. in the turbo trommel. It's like, no, we're just fine. We're pulling out thirty thirty five. 35 ounces a week with it, so that's, yep. like, way better than you ever and did. And with a guy who jumped ship and joined Parker's team. Yeah, it's kind of, like, remarkable. Like, they're almost, like, not making a big enough of a deal. Like, be like, when Todd used Little Blue, he only got 30 ounces in a whole season. Mm-hmm. It, that was a weird impression of the gold <laughs> voice. I, <laughs> yeah. I lost it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, lost me. I think that's interesting. I hope they at least bring it up on, like, some, like, after show or... God forbid they have a live finale, which they'll probably do because every fucking show does live finales now. But yeah, um, well, the last one is such a disaster, though. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just be like the hell of it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Hey, who knows if it was a disaster or not? It was a disaster for us. We hated it. I know Chris O'Doyle has commented on Twitter that he learned his lesson. Oh, okay, good. Not specifically about a live show, but like someone made some snarky tweet at him, like, "Oh, did they find the quote motherload this season?" Like in mm-hmm. a, clearly in a sarcastic way, and he's like. I learned my lesson about that. Don't worry. Like, it was like that kind of like thing. It's like, I know that yeah. was a huge mistake. Yeah. Which it makes me like him a little bit more because he can at least he can like, you know, realize he, he can admit when he's wrong. And that's all I really yeah. ask of anybody. Like is yeah. to be like, you know, whatever. He, I make mistakes. He's not like being like, no, fuck you. That's that was the mother load. He's like, no, you're right. That was a huge mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. It was a mistake. So, it was also just a bold-faced lie. So that that's a mistake. You shouldn't do that. By making the lie, he <laughs> made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I appreciate that he's like, yeah, you're right. That was dumb. Like, yeah. I really shouldn't have done that. Like, that was really bad, and we're not going to do that again. Yep. Don't worry about it. Dumb, dumb, dumb. No, so, no. no, no. All right, well, let's uh, let's wheel around back to Fred. Well, there's not even a lot to talk about for him except the potential yeah. of awesome shit coming up. Yeah. Really, there's not that much to talk about. Yeah, well, a little bit of back and forth with him and Dustin. Fred now thinking it's too dangerous to dig, even though he's been gung-ho for three years <laughs> I about don't it. understand the motivations of Fred or Dustin anymore because the season started with Fred being like, no, we're digging here. Yeah. Dustin be like, this is dumb. We're not digging here. Yeah. And, and now then Fred talks flip. him into it, and now he's like, we can't dig anymore. And he's yeah. like, ah! Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And then, but, there's, but Dustin thinks that they found bedrock, and he wants to keep on digging. You've got uh, what he has. Two days, Fred gives him to, to prove it. 
Because Dustin's like, again with this shit? And Fred's like, it's too dangerous. Yeah. He's like, again with this? Yeah. It's a, no, it's, it's from a goddamn glacier. I've been fooled too many times. Fool me once. Shame on me? Fool me twice. Shame on me. Huh? <laughs> oh, no. I'd gone and pulled a W. Well, the best thing is here. Basically, well, the best thing. But they, they, they think they hit bedrocks. They're finding chunks of bedrock looking material and fred doesn't believe it some big potatoes huge potatoes and i kind of agreed with fred for a second because on one hand he's like look i thought i've hit bedrock like three different times Mm -hmm. so like i'm not ready to be excited because i've been disappointed too many times like so like i'm not willing to say yay till i see it myself but also he's like you can't just break the bedrock like those probably just left behind by a glacier it's probably just boulders you're finding but then he could still but then as they he came down and saw that he was like you could feel him bashing the bottom which doesn't seem like it'd be good for that's a for the equipment. That's a That's key, a key piece, piece of my equipment. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, but yeah, then like they finally basically like the, the, what they have to do this episode is lower the pump so mm-hmm. they could pump out the final amount of water, and it's a little hairy. Like, he almost falls down off the cliff a few times. It looks yeah. like who knows. I like but... when he yelled out or when he said it first. He's like, "Go eat lunch. Don't watch this." Who <laughs> 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 no? This is not to be filmed. Although you will, I know. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> So they do move the pump. That's the last time I'll ever move this pump. Famous last words. (laughs) It's a little slippery. This is some mushy shit. (laughs) He actually said that. Did he really? Yeah. This is some mushy shit. (laughs) It's shit. (laughs) Get that bucket down here. I hate to say it, but this this is shit. (laughs) I like Fred swearing. He doesn't swear that much. It it holds a greater impact when he swears. It means something. Gene Cheeseman... I expect it from him. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Chauncey. Oh, yeah, we, I miss Chauncey. Yeah. Chauncey boy! <laughs> I'm still down in the well. I can't believe Chauncey didn't come up. shit out of here. Imagine Chauncey going to the Klondike. Just be like angry the whole time. Like, oh. This is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and what that other guy, I forget his name, like the, the gold collecting expert. He didn't bring him along. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was too nervous. Parker. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, been, yeah. I've been butting my nails all night. <laughs> I'm nervous. Gee, you got to trust me, Parker. Is I swear. <laughs> yes, I swear. <laughs> I wouldn't take your gold and hide it in my room. Uh, <laughs> come on. I mean, you can look there. You don't have to, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't steal. Who brought him stealing? No I didn't say anything about stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you accusing me of stealing? It's like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's like they, um, I don't know. It's like, we've seen this, like, it's almost something to talk about. Like, moving the pump is hard to do. Digging in this hole is dangerous. Yes. That's, I mean, it's like the same shit every week. So, yep. Although I did learn the fact that there's 800 gallons, um, was it a minute or an hour? A minute seems In the insane. waterfall? Yeah. That seems a... 800 blue, gallons right, a, little low. a minute. Are flowing in. Damn. That's a lot of water. They got to get that pump dialed in. They estimate that they only have three hours to move the pump, which actually uh-huh. that doesn't sound like that short of a time, although it's probably kind of a tricky thing to do. Mm-hmm. If not that... Hell, I bet it, it takes pl- me 45 minutes to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's plenty of time if things go right, I think. I think that's kind of how it works. But, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we'll talk about the shit later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I don't know who said that, me or Fred. <laughs> I don't either anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> But uh, and also they said it, it, the water rises about an inch every five minutes. Yeah, it's well, about so that a was a foot an hour. A cool That's, shot there. Of what the time lapse of the water rising? Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. Um, very dangerous and gross and cold and yeah, dirty and cold. So they get they they pump down. Mm-hmm. Once they finally get the pump set, it works fine. Yeah. And, they, and then the the um, but Fred gets stuck. But they use the other excavator to pull him out. They bucket to bucket it. They kiss yes. it. Mm-hmm. It's very sensual. Smokers refer to that as the monkey fuck. <laughs> Lighting Whoa. a cigarette with the other cigarette. Oh. Careful, you're canoeing that shit. Yeah, Fred. Don't canoe your <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> I know how to smoke, Dustin. <laughs> shit. Been doing it for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's dangerous. Actually, I wonder if any of these guys smoke. We never see them, but I bet at least some of them do. Like, they must. They just almost don't want to show it on camera. Mm, yeah. You know, who, for I bet they do. smoke? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I could. I mean, maybe none of them do. It's possible. I yeah. can imagine at least Mitch like smoke some butts. Like he just seems like the kind of guy that would. Yeah, I think maybe Tony Beats would. 
Yeah, Tony's a smoker. Mm. Yeah. No doubt about it. Mm. Or maybe he quit like 10 years ago, but he yeah. what? Huh. Well, Gene Cheeseman. <laughs> Marlboro Reds, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Packing a half a day. Just toking up some of that... Uh... Some of the weed. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. What you're I didn't want about. to accuse him of smoking weed, and then and I, to, <laughs> like I was halfway through the remark, and I then I, I went back on it, and then and then I just kind of. Gene Cheeseman is a man of God. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. Well, I'm just trying to do, make the show entertaining and like funny hypotheticals, but I don't want to blaspheme anyone. Or we, we're not yellow journalists here. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're muckrakers, certainly. <laughs> yes, we're, yeah, we don't practice, we don't, you know, uh, yeah, we don't practice yellow journalism, only a little voodoo every once in a while. <laughs> we are practitioners of some of the dark arts, <laughs> but, you know, not all, not the bad ones. I think it's safe. <laughs> so anyway, they get the pump working and they see there is bedrock. They yep. actually are at bedrock, so mm -hmm. that's actually potentially good. And not only is it bedrock, but it looks like there's like a natural indentation or like mm -hmm. a sort of bowl depression. Depressions. Yeah. Which would indicate, and I don't, I'm not a geologist, so maybe this doesn't indicate this, but in his mind, it indicates that must be where the waterfall was falling, and it's actually like eroded the bedrock over, you know, thousands of years or whatever, which Hell, is pretty these, exciting. These are natural riffles. It's pretty exciting. I feel like I was a doubting Thomas. So I feel good about Fred getting a bunch of gold, although yeah. but I don't feel good about the uh, what's the word for the integrity of that <laughs> hole. <laughs> yes, no, it's, it's still incredibly dangerous. I mean, literally any the moment they, it could just collapse. They have to keep like, on digging in there, yeah. And if they as they're hitting like the bedrock, if he said he could feel like the vibrations of uh, when um, that that gentleman I forget his name Mike uh, was down yeah, there, yeah. In the, um, the operator there. Uh, he could feel it from up top. Imagine that's going to shaking all those uh, yeah. those uh, potatoes loose. It's not good. No, it's going to be some mashed potatoes. Although the idea is, and, it, and obviously other stuff must happen because we're only on episode five. Mm -hmm. The idea would be, I think, at least, or this would make sense to me, is that it's so dangerous to dig there. But if they are on bedrock, there's theoretically like a shitload of gold there then. Yeah. It'll be the kind of thing that's like, yeah, like every bucket has like thousands of dollars in it kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, blast it through and then get it in the day rocker. So it might be like there's not that much more digging to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm curious where it's going to play done. out. Even if it plays out good, I'm curious how like how much gold we're talking. Like, mm -hmm. like there, you know, they always like there could be millions of gold, but how much? What are we really talking about here? Like how much? How feasible is it even to get it out of there? Yeah. Or then maybe now do they start expanding the hole, going the other way? I don't know. I mean, they can only go so far into bedrock before there's no gold. It's just bedrock. Right, so. yeah. It's like that's the bottom already. So, like, how much can you really dig out at this point? They can't expand the hole too much because it's collapsing. I guess we'll have to learn. But I'm saying, can't you go to the top and then just start digging, like, pick a point that you could go out in a straight line from? Yeah. And then just start digging a trench down and just get down to the bedrock again. Just, like, so it turned it into a hole. Yeah, now it's going. like the canyon kind of shape. That's what yeah. I'm imagining they're going to do. Yeah. I think so. That's the only way that I could think of them, them doing. Because that's we've, been, yeah, we've been speculating, yeah, throughout this season. That's what he said in episode season. one. It was yeah. like that's what I want to do. So like yeah. I don't understand. It's almost like they realize like that's going to be the bulk of the season. So they don't want it to be so obvious. They want it to feel more perilous. They're like, oh no. Mm -hmm. So like now that they know they can get down to bedrock, I think what's going to happen is they're going to run some bugs. Like oh holy shit! Yeah. And then they're just going to start digging like another hole. Even like they'll go like. A hundred feet away and dig down and then try mm -hmm. to meet the two holes together. I think I could imagine that, and maybe there's a ton in there. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. What sort of conflict's going to happen? I don't understand. Like, I mean, or even how do they dig a hole now for another fifteen episodes? Like, where like, you're pretty much at the bottom. Like, I don't understand where you go. Or maybe they go to Cahoon Creek. Hmm? Oh yeah. Maybe that's next. Maybe they're like, well, we pulled two million dollars of gold out of the glory hole. Now let's have some fun up there. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Fred gets like way into. Fifty Shades of Grey and loses his way. Dustin's like, come on, Fred. I it's... want one more chapter, Dustin. Yeah, just one more. It's very sensual. <laughs> I it's can't a believe... page turner. I can't believe this is a mass-market paperback. <laughs> Shocking, I know. <laughs> Who's going to play <laughs> that, that man? <laughs> Him? Oh, it's terrible casting. Charlie Hunnam? <laughs> they did change the cast, anywho. Did they change the cast because of fan uproar, or is it just the deal fell through and they just had to change it? Who knows? All the studios, they're all a bunch of liars. Hmm. Who knows? All right, well, that brings this episode yeah. to a close. Mm -hmm. What would you rate it? Oh, um, I'd give this one uh, gold Rolex.
Oh, it's broken though. Doesn't tell time. Of course, it's difficult. But uh, it uh, you could uh, you could fake it, and uh, you could melt it down if you want. Um, in honor of our friends getting married, I'm giving it two golden rings. Oh, that's very nice. But very nice gold rings. Uh huh. Like twenty four carat. Yeah. Actually, maybe you don't even go twenty four carat on a wedding band. That's too soft. I don't know how that works. But you go eighteen. Either way, either way they're uh, they've got a lot of gold on them, and they're probably pretty ornate. In like a tasteful way. They might even be in the air right now. Going, I know they're going to Belize. But I don't know if they were leaving in the morning or at night from, from I think New Orleans. I saw today. on Facebook they were off to Belize like even earlier today. All so. right. Yeah. Hey, and hey, you're not going to be listening to this. Greg and Kathleen <laughs> Brennan, I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Have a great. It was a pleasure to be in your wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Both of us were groomsmen. It was great. We're real friends in real life, listeners. It's true. Yeah. Um, I don't just show up to Jim's <laughs> house just for the podcast. Though mostly it seems like that's lately, because gosh, he gets tiring. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want to write in, as you said before, oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com, please uh, uh, uh. subscribe on Facebook. Yes. Please, I mean, subscribe on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook. Just search um, Fool's Gold Rush mm-hmm. for both. Um, please give us a star rating or a little review. It helps get the. Uh, Gets the podcast out there. It makes it increases the chances of people finding it when they're yeah. searching and things like that. Yeah, and if you you know if you listen to this podcast and then think it's as good as other ones or enjoy it, long time listeners, yeah, click that star. I know I sometimes don't when I think I should, but you know what? Don't do what I do. Do what I say. Yeah. Well, how about this? If you haven't subscribed yet, go when you go to subscribe. Just click on the stars. I yeah. know it's, it's it's the thing to go back and find yeah. it now. You can I like, and if you really like the show, just put in the review. This is shit. <laughs> yeah, you can write that. You can, or if you really hate the show, you can just, this is shit. This podcast is shit. I would appreciate it either way. A comment <laughs> of this is shit. Yeah, that would be so good. Um. So yeah, until next week, we're uh, gonna keep it real. We'll try to keep it. Closer to when the air, we like to record on Saturdays, but that isn't always possible. Yeah, well, we'll be both but, be in uh, town for the holiday weekend, so we will yeah. try our best. Um, so hopefully we can keep on schedule. Maybe during uh, Christmas time, it might get a little jacked up. Although I don't think they even show new episodes during that time. Yeah, anyway, as so. I remember it. Yeah, so as long as we're not too sleepy from the turkey, I'm so sleepy. Yep. Um. Yeah. So uh, this was a fun week, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what happens. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. So. Hey.